Welcome, everyone, to the Brand It Podcast, where we explore great leadership and iconic brands. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with co-host David Morrow. Each episode, we will explore brand stories and interview leadership of phenomenal brands. Our goal is to make this podcast one that we ourselves want to listen to, and we will include brand culture trivia to make the experience fun and engaging for everyone involved. So let's begin. Welcome, everyone, to the Branded Podcast. Quick update on Elizabeth Holmes' upcoming trial set for the next couple of weeks and the trial of Sonny Balwani, former president and boyfriend of Elizabeth Holmes. The phenomenal rise and fall of this healthcare startup founder still prompts questions today about how it could have even happened in the first place. As you recall, it was almost a decade ago when she rocketed to fame as one of the youngest female billionaire founders ever in history. She had founded Theranos back in 2003 at the age of 19 when she was still a student at Stanford University in Silicon Valley. She said in a later public speech she wanted to revolutionize healthcare. After dropping out of Stanford, she founded Theranos and eventually grew it and grew international notoriety. But she had grown to the point where she was employing 800 employees and attracting really high profile investors and board members. The claim was simple. She had developed a miniature robotic lab that could run hundreds of diagnostic tests from just a small drop of a patient's blood rather than vials and vials of traditional blood testing. And the small device could be used in drug stores and doctor's offices all across the world. Personally, she was always known as being a dynamic female CEO, talking in a deep voice, and always had a tendency of wearing black turtlenecks modeled after her idol, Apple CEO, Steve Jobs. She had obtained mainstream acceptance with a large vendor agreement through Walgreens, and they started applying this device on patients. At the time, as that was going south, and based on a number of other unanswered questions, lead investigative journalist John Carew blasted out in the Wall Street Journal a full investigation, which exposed a lot of these alleged failings on behalf of Theranos. She now finds herself uh, heading to trial on September 8th in federal court in the Northern District of California in San Jose. She and Sonny Balwani are charged with two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and ten counts of wire fraud. Charges that they deny and charges, uh, as they allege, that she knowingly misled investors and patients about the capability of her company's technology to defraud them. She is currently facing 20 years in federal prison. As explained in several investigative podcasts, as well as a book called Bad Blood and other documentaries, there are routine allegations that the Theranos technology wasn't working consistently. And other allegations that she was working in this workplace, that she created this culture in which employees were afraid to voice concerns about serious issues and were discouraged from working with other teams, threatened with lawsuits, threats of bankruptcy, being chased down and hunted by corporate Theranos private investigators and lawyers. And today, since the fall from grace, she's basically kept a low profile. She's been romantically linked to hospitality heir Billy Evans, gave birth to a baby boy on July 10th this year, and her trial got delayed because she was pregnant. But now she goes to trial September 8th, and they're beginning to pick jurors. 
At one point back in 2015, Theranos had been valued at $9 billion, and based on her equity ownership in that company, she was the first large, young, female billionaire. Keep in mind that one of the reasons this case is so well known is because of the investors that she attracted. People like prominent Silicon investor Tim Draper, the Walton family of Walmart fame, media mogul Robert Murdoch, Mexican businessman Carlos Slim, and former education secretary Betsy DeVos. The Theranos board members also involved a star-studded cast of former secretaries of state Henry Kissinger and George Shultz, and former Secretary of Defense Jim Mad Dog Mattis. What's cool about this is that some of them are expected to testify at trial. As we know, Theranos closed its doors in September 2018 after an embattled three years. Elizabeth Holmes is also settled at the Security and Exchange Commission over fraud allegations and was barred from serving as a director or officer of a public company for a decade. As we sit here today, we know that they're in the process of voir dire, which is the process of selecting jurors. But we don't know much about what the criminal defense allegations will be. We do know that it's pretty common in wire fraud cases uh, for de defense counsel to argue that they were acting in good faith and just made mistakes rather than knowingly telling lies. There's also some public court documents indicating that Holmes was evaluated by a psychologist who specializes in violence against women and interpersonal violence. So there's speculation out there that attorneys could mount a mental defect defense, but all of these are pure speculation and allegations, so we'll just have to watch and see. Her defense team has tried to bar the jury from hearing uh, testimony from patients who say their test results were inaccurate because they would be prejudicial without a fuller picture of the lab test statistics, but the judge overruled that and said that patients can still testify, though without talking about physical or emotional harm that they've suffered. What we do know recently is CNBC reports that dozens of potential jurors in the trial have been cut for potential bias. Defense attorneys were recently arguing in the past week that former Theranos CEO uh, says that about 30 to 40 potential jurors have consumed substantial amount of Theranos-related coverage. And according to questionnaires that were uh, issued, roughly 50% of the potential jurors acknowledged that they had some media exposure to Holmes and her CEO, Sonny Bellani, who was also standing trial after the Holmes trial. One potential juror wrote that they knew people who lost money in Theranos and jury selection begins, formal jury selection begins August 31st. But the prosecution is pointing out that less than half of the individuals that filled out the questionnaire uh, had any prior exposure to Holmes and Belmont. But the media coverage has been pretty substantial, and this raises a question about media coverage and jury bias. I mean, if you feel like you know something about this story already, you probably have. There was, uh, it's, I mean, it's garnered significant media attention. Uh, there was a book, Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in Silicon Valley Startup, written by John Carreau, the Wall Street Journal reporter who broke the story. Uh, there was a documentary, The Inventor of the Blood in Silicon Valley, back in 2019. And ABC aired a podcast, there's a second season in its works, uh, called The Dropout. The Washington Post reports that, the, that Hulu is also working on a television miniseries of the same name, The Dropout, starring Amanda Seyfried as Holmes. And then there's more to come. Uh, Washington Post points out that Jennifer Lawrence is attached to uh, play the founder in a movie adaptation of Carrie's book. That would be a cool move. 
Holmes's defense counsel did a comprehensive search of news articles and other media, which generated 462,000 entries, among them 3,755 results of negative personal news and 2,862 results of negative business news all pertaining to Theranos and or Elizabeth Holmes. The most recent update at the time of this recording is that jury selection still begins on Tuesday. Judge Edward Davila said he plans to bring in 50 potential jurors at that time and conduct void deer in three separate sessions. Judge Davila also has uh, stated that the search for implied bias might be a futile search. We'll do the best we can to ensure that those jurors are just focused on the universe of evidence in this courtroom. So there you go, there's the update. Selection begins August 31st, and the trial is set to begin September 8th. More to come. Hey everyone, Mark and I are really grateful you guys listen and download. We're trying to make this season even better with brand stories and cool interviews with uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and things from behind the scenes that we just can't find anywhere else. We're trying to make this something we ourselves enjoy listening to. Do us a favor, please leave us a review. When you go into Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, just shoot us a review. That really matters and it helps us keep this going. Again, thanks for listening. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe. Turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs>